This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Attention, the Milf and Me podcast contains strong language and open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional conversations of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not licensed relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones pretty much like every other podcast. We are happy to be a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find them at deluxeedition.com, and we are happy to announce the two podcasts of the month. Those are the Broken System Podcast and the Quad Pro Quo Podcast. So with that out of the way, we encourage you to enjoy the show, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and just have a great day. Being a single American guy in South America, I sometimes post stuff like that, but this... And my comments get crazy. People get fucking mad. I've been traveling through South America for over a year, and here are the three main takeaways. First thing, and this is funny, you're exotic. You're exotic. I know it sounds crazy. You have you're an exotic. accent. The American accent is kind of trash, <laughs> to be honest. But the fact that you have one, I think, peppers your words and gives everything you say a little bit of weight, a little bit of spice. It makes it more exciting. The second thing, and this is really important on dates, people love showing off their country and love showing you things that they love. It's like back when you were a kid, you found out one of your friends never saw Space Jam and you were like, oh my God. And then you got to be excited <laughs> watching them watch it. And that happens a lot on dates. It plays into the excitement and uh, keeps things light and keeps things fun. Finally, number three, and this is one that most of the comments are about. There is a stereotype or stigma around Americans being rich, which is kind of true because our currency is like the global currency. So if you make $60,000 a year, you can live like you make $120,000 well, cool a year that. pretty comfortably. But experiences and the things money can provide makes a huge difference in dating. Watch the Tinder swindler. No. Ooh, the Tinder, <laughs> the Tinder swindler is a real, real shit right there. And welcome to the MILF and Me podcast. I'm Antonio, your host, here with my lovely co-host, Diana. Diana, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Let's just pretend that there are not lights and cameras, because I feel if we pay attention to it, we're not going to be as natural <laughs> as we normally are when we're just recording audio. Well, maybe I'm used to lights and cameras. You want lights and cameras. <laughs> We've all heard the kinky winky stuff. Is this doing it for you? Are you getting excited? Is this making you is this making you horny? No, I hate that fucking word. Would you stop? Oh my god, it's so gross. No. No, no it's not, but I'm really excited to like give this to our fans. So, so yeah. Okay, so let's just kind of get it out there. We did a video episode like six episodes ago. Yes. And it looked great. The lighting was great. The camera angles are great. I thought we did a really good job, but we did not have the tech to make it look fantastic. We couldn't download the video. We are trying to make it look too good. And you know me, I'm not going to just put two webcams in front of us and 
be it like a Skype meeting or a Zoom call, right? Like have a GoPro on or something. A GoPro. Or <laughs> let's say like the old school little selfie cameras before yeah. iPhones, you know, mm-hmm. when you wanted to send somebody a nude, you had to actually download it onto your computer. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't just send it in the moment. <laughs> no, I, I wanted us to look good because we put so much work into this show mm-hmm. and into this uh, this podcast, into our content, that when we decided we were actually going to do video, we wanted to look good. I wanted to look good. I wanted to look good. <laughs> and I'm just trying to look as good as you, so... I'm just over here trying to keep up with you, Antonio. Impossible. So (laughs) what this guy was talking about, have you heard of Passport Bros? And first of all, before you answer that, what does it feel like to be a shitty Western woman? (laughs) Well, it feels amazing. (laughs) Right? I mean, if it feels as good as it looks. (laughs) That's some crazy. That's crazy. And I honestly had never heard of it until today. So Passport Bro, it's a new one. So for me, I, of course, have found it through all the shitty people that I find on TikTok and Instagram. Pearl loves it. She's been talking about it a lot. So let's do some definitions, okay? Mm -hmm. The term passport bro is men who have chosen to seek out foreign women, typically from other countries, for relationships. They believe that Western women have been influenced by cultural and social pressures to behave in a certain way. And that by seeking out foreign women, they can find a more authentic, fulfilling, and harmonious relationship. Mm. This is seen as a way to restore the natural balance between masculine and feminine energies and to avoid the wickedness. Oh. The wickedness (laughs) of Western women. I'll show you wicked. I'll show you fucking wicked right now. Jesus Christ. Wow, that's that's really interesting. I mean, that little um, clip that you started with, I think that it's a huge ego boost for this man. Like he even said, we have different accents and we make more money. We look richer. They like the sound we like. They like the sound of our voice and the way we probably do things. It's much different. Right. And I think that's kind of an ego thing. I don't know. Yeah. Ego thing. But also, isn't it just someone who's really just too lazy to Mm -hmm. find yeah. A Western woman. Like, here's the thing. We talk about this all the time. These blanket statements. Yeah. Guys like this and people like Pearl and all these red pill people that we talk about every episode. Yeah. They say that all Western women like you are dog shit. I, it feels amazing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I've been saying and you've been saying that, <laughs> no, they aren't. These motherfuckers are just too lazy and entitled yeah. to look for someone good yeah. on their own. They're out there. But here's the thing. I also think that guys like this are looking for these young, sexy, materialistic women that are only attracted to the kind of guys that they are saying they are not, right? Yeah. Like, if you want a long-term thing, they're saying you have to go to another country. Yeah, it is it is a laziness. And, you know, honestly, there's going to be a language barrier. I don't care who you are. And obviously, there's also going to be, um, what else? Like, cultures are just different. Holidays will be different. Everything will be different. So are you willing to put in the work to like compromise or make adjustment to be with this person that's in a different country? Because there's going to be work no matter what. So choose your work. You're going to work with a wicked Western woman 
are you going to work with someone from a different country? And then what is the 90 day, whatever green card thing? Like, how do you know yeah. they're not using you to get a green card? Exactly. And that's what I was going to talk about was this 90 day fiance, which is, you know, a, a mass hit. has been around for like a decade or more. It is all about mostly men that try to bring women from other countries. Most of them they met online. Uh, some they've met, let's say they've gone on vacation or whatever, and they found these people and they bring them back. But this is different. Uh, this is guys that are literally getting passports to go and intentionally find women in other countries. It's not something that's just happenstance. It's not someone who they've created a relationship online with. Yeah. It's them actually going to these countries and boots on the ground trying to find someone who is not a shitty westernized woman. So it's just like the new... Russian bride. It's just like the new way to do it. Right. Instead of bringing them over here, you are going yeah. over there and yeah. on the market. Now, here's the thing that I find fascinating is I'm not sure how accurate this is when it comes to how many guys are actually doing it, but the hashtag of Passport Bros, hashtag Passport Bros, uh -huh. has amassed 420 million views on TikTok. Oh. <gasps> Oh, my God. So it says, dating aside, the cost of living in these places is less. If you're a digital worker or like let's someone who works from home, it makes sense to move somewhere else. They say you have a better quality of life. And here's the racism for you. Being a tall white dude with a small amount of money relatively was the biggest cheat code in Peru, this guy says. So just being white and having more money than they do, now you have completely just gotten rid of any need to be charming, to be handsome, yes. to be uh, intelligent or eloquent. Yeah. Just being tall, white, and having a little bit of money is the cheat code. So now we're living by cheat codes. Yes. Oh, I don't know if I like this. 420 million is fucking nuts. I mean, those are probably women in other countries, like looking for these passport, passport bros. Well, Maybe they're like seeking them out just as much. Have you thought about that? Well, of course they're seeking. They're always looking for ways out, you know? Yeah, it's I'm true. sure there's plenty of people that are happy living the village life or living whatever life they live in, in these. And they're not even all third world countries. I'm sorry, Peru is not a third world country. But there is like a kind of mystere to American men when they do go to other countries. Mm -hmm. But if that is so obvious to these women... I think one of the things that people are overlooking is that women like you find men from other countries so attractive, so intriguing. Australian men, Latin American men. You know, you've told me about a lot of guys that you've met that have come from other countries or that you've chatted with online. Yeah. Just because of the accent or the look or even the way they hold themselves in, in society and in public is more intriguing than like these shitty Western men that you deal yeah. with on a weekly basis. Yeah, no, I get that. So I guess my biggest question is, um, is passport bro, is that the same thing for men in other countries coming here to America? Are they passport bros too? Just flipping it to a different... I don't think so. Coming to the wicked Western women. Well, that's the thing is like, I don't think guys are coming here to make wives out of Western women. I think dudes are happy to come here and fuck Western women, right? <laughs> but why? But why? Yeah. I mean, why aren't they coming here to make us their wife? Like, I mean, maybe some of them are shitty. Maybe some of the, I think this is so fucking funny, wickedness, the wickedness of Western women. Maybe there's some good ones out here. And obviously, 
we'll give them a green card if we get married, right? I think the why is because there's a lot less, let's put it this way. These guys that visit us and love American women and stuff like that, they are not here intentionally to come get women. They are here to work. They are here to make money, make connections, blah, blah, blah. They probably have plenty of great women back where they're from. Of course they do. Of course. What I'm saying is assholes like this are so damn lazy Mm-hmm. And entitled, and they don't want to put the work in to change themselves and their personalities and their yeah. fucking attitudes that they're going to go to, not to sound racist, the rice patties <laughs> and find women in other countries that don't know yeah. how shitty American men can be. But for them, just being able to have an opportunity, that's where it's kind of fucked up because it's not about love. It's about opportunity, right? It's just a cheat code. Like it is said. a cheat code. Like they, they may fall in yeah. love with the guy, but really the, uh, the opportunity to get out of a shady situation that they might be in. Yeah. I mean, and that is why some of these women are so traditional in their terms. Like these are women who may be put onto the auction block by their fathers. You know, there's still so many countries where arranged marriages and dowries and things like that are the norm, are the standard. And then a dude like this guy who makes $60,000 a year shows up. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And he's tall and he's white and their dad is like, ooh. Yeah, that's... There's an opportunity. It's shitty. The whole thing is shitty. I mean, the problem is, is that we literally don't even need to have an episode to say that the men nowadays are lazy. I mean, it just is. I've been doing this a really long fucking time and a lot of men just don't want to put in the work. They don't want to be a gentleman. They don't want to be intimate, sweet, romantic. And I'm talking intimate, taking out the physical side of things, just being intimate and romantic and sweet and kind and loving. And so, yeah, it, it really is a cheat code. They're going over there and they're, they can do and say and be whatever the fuck they want, because I'm sure the women are like, oh, tall white right. boy. So this article was from the New York Post, and they were talking about why are these passport bros going to other countries to find women? Mm-hmm. And they say that the draw of dating abroad, according to unsatisfied single men in the U.S., is finding a, in quotes, traditional wife. Oh. Now, we are going to get into this later, because <laughs> traditional wife or a trad wife is a new topic that I just learned about. Trad. In the last, trad wife. It's the term. It's a hashtag. Trad wife. It's it's short for traditional. Traditional wife. It's a America. It's become fetishized. <laughs> it's honestly become fetishized by a lot of dudes, and that'll be its own episode because as I dug deeper into it, it's actually really quite disturbing. But these <laughs> traditional wives are women who were raised to be good wives, dressed modestly, and submit to their partners. But the allure of a foreign fling isn't just reserved for men. So like you were saying, on the flip side, women are also heading overseas into attempt to meet a match, escaping the toxic dating pool of the U.S. Let's go. I'm ready. You're ready. You've been saying this for years. You've been saying this before we even had a podcast. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to fucking go to Mexico because Hell you're yeah. like, oh, my God, Hell there's yeah. gentlemen on the beach. Mm-hmm. There's gentlemen in the hotels. They I know love, how to treat a lady. I love the culture and the food. Right. I mean, I go over to Mexico and they just fall in love with me because I'm just I'm more, I'm more free, obviously, when I'm there. But dancing and I'm just I'm sweet to them. They're right. not used to that because the, the women 
to the men in Mexico, they're probably not as sweet as someone like myself, but I'm thinking like Greece. I need to go to Greece. I need to find me a sexy Greek Oh my man. God. You would just get eaten up if you went to There's Greece. There's literally a reason why I've never gone to Greece. Because you're like, yes. I'm fucking never coming back. It's yep. fucking euros and dolma yeah. and yeah. uzo all day long. Domales. Yeah. I mean, I'm only half Greek, but I'm telling you right now, um, there's something about those Greek men. They are very, very sexy. They're beautiful, beautiful men. Um, I think my biggest hang up would be with that whole thing is like the culture's a little there the culture's different everywhere you go, no matter what country you're in, right? Yeah. Well like, that's here too. And how are they with um monogamy? I mean, everyone knows that I'm very monogamous, but I don't know, some countries just uh don't really truly believe that hundred percent. So I think I'd have extra trust issues, more so than I have now. I'm not saying that they're not monogamous. I think that they are uh, always have intended to practice monogamy. But I also think that in some cultures, women have a little bit less pull or less say. And so it is kind of like, well, this is what I'm doing, lady, you know? Yeah. But I also think that things have been modernized enough that you can find yeah. someone who is more in line with your personal lifestyle. So it says here that women explain how they didn't feel seen by men until they started traveling abroad and were swept off their feet in other countries. Mm. I feel like every guy was the same guy, a woman says. I felt like if I stayed here, I'm probably going to be single forever. I hear you say that shit every single day. <laughs> in fact, that's what our podcast fucking is about. Like if That's the part that scares me about when you find happiness and I want you to find happiness, but it's going to fuck shit up. It is. Because it's we're going to be like, up. what are we going to talk about now? You know? <laughs> Well, I mean, we'll have to make a little bit of an adjustment, but yeah, it might. I mean, okay, let's, I'm going to get real. Okay. Um, there are some men that just simply don't like, and we've talked about this before. They don't like that. I have a podcast. Right. They don't like that I'm doing this. And honestly, it's not their business. This is my hobby. You know, it's just like been a new hobby for me. So I've had to kind of adjust the guys I go out with mm. because I don't want to bring someone into my space and world if four or five, six dates in, they're like, I can't handle the fact that you have podcasts. Like, I just can't do it. So I really bring that up early now and say, hey, like, listen to a few of these episodes. Um, we touch on pretty much every topic that most people don't want to talk about. And some of it's funny, some of it's serious. And then at that point they can say, oh, that's so cool. I love that you're doing that. Or if they're like acting different about it, then I can sense that energy shift. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And so in a way, I really am adjusting who I'm dating now because we have the podcast. Like it's got to be someone that's okay with it. But that's also one of the reasons why I wanted you to keep on doing it when you were having your reservations about how am I ever going to meet a guy that doesn't like hold this against me or doesn't like the things that I say. Yeah. And my whole point was like, yeah, well, fuck that guy. Yeah. If there's that thing like, yeah, I want people to want you for your brain and your body and your soul. Yeah. And we keep coming across dudes for you that only want two of the three. Exactly. Yeah. No, those aren't our people. Right. That's right. what we've been saying. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. There's a lot of really stuffy 
um, judgmental people in this state. That's all I have to say. But, you know, we do live in a world of technology now. I mean, I yes, love having do. you sitting across from me every week yes. in the studio. You want me to move abroad? I'm saying if you fucking <laughs> went to Greece and met a beautiful Greek man and yep. flew me out every once in a while, <laughs> we yeah. can do this remote, you know? Uh-huh. I can give you a USB mic and a webcam and, yeah. I mean, I'll sit in this really video-ready blue uh, studio by myself ready to podcast yeah. and you can be on the beach <laughs> yeah I mean and I can do my company from anywhere too I just have to have good wi-fi but maybe we should start a GoFundMe. send me over the seas let's go let's get you a, <laughs> what, would, what would be the female version of a passport bro a passport oh. hoe <laughs> <laughs> hashtag passport hose passport hose oh god I don't know we could probably think of a lot of fun ones but America Milf Ooh, that's a whole new podcast, America Milf. Mer- no, America. America Milf. America Milf. So one of the things it also says about this with women, it says that while it appears that American bachelorettes are searching for more serious suitors who will put in the effort to woo them, self-proclaimed passport bros are sniffing out a housewife. I think that might actually be the biggest thing here is, you know, if you found a husband, mm-hmm. great, you know, but... It is true, and this is kind of the red pill mentality, is that you can get laid whenever you want, and it's harder for guys to get laid. But I also think that women like you are looking for love and attention and attraction more than dudes are. Dudes just want to get their dick wet. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So I don't believe all this passport bro shit 100% that they're just trying to find a traditional wife. What it looks like, especially from this dude's video, is he's just going out there and just pounding away yeah. in other countries. I'm sure the parties are different. Right. I'm sure Is the girls I really looking I'm sure for the a wife. Girls are fucking exotic. I'm sure they're sexy. I'm sure they do different things sexually where it's just blowing his mind where he's now making it into a dating love and western women thing. No, it has everything to do with his sexual desires are probably being met 100% more. Yeah, and that's like the priority. The, the traditional wife looking for a wife in another country, I think that is the subterfuge. That's the the ruse to yeah. make people think that there's an honorable mission behind him yeah. getting a passport and going out and just pounding in other countries. <laughs> well, I'm looking for a wife because American women suck. Yeah, no, say it like it is. Yeah. Make another video that says, I'm going out here because the sex is amazing and I get to fuck whoever I want. Right. That's what because, the real message is. How about this? Because in our economy, $60,000 a year doesn't get you very far, Yeah, but that is a fortune to people in other countries. So it's funny because it's completely unwinding the red pill shit that we've been hearing where, yeah. oh, women are just about the bag. Women are just about yeah. the wallet and stuff like that. Yet here is a guy that the red pill society is totally embracing of your dollar goes a lot further in other countries. Yeah, I'm going to take my measly your sixty thousand dollars yeah. a year is like a hundred and twenty in other countries, yeah. and that's going to allure women much easier. Yeah. You are literally just doing the exact same thing that you said makes American women fucking suck. Well, it's an ego thing. They if he feels like he has to feel and look rich, more rich than his little measly sixty grand gets him here in America then perhaps he should find better ways to make better money. (laughs) I mean, but that's accountability and we don't like that. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) For him to put that on his list of shit is just like, it just, 
it's so it's so fucking surfacey and ugly and gross. Like, come on. Seriously? You're going over there because they think your 60 grand goes further? Like, come on. Right. Who fucking so, cares? I guess the real question is, Diana, is it Western women who are trash or is it just Americans in general? Because I'm leaning more towards that we just fucking suck as a nation and a society. And this is what yeah. This is what I've been saying for so long on different subjects, not just this one, is that like we spend so much time just shitting in our own yard, right? Yeah. Like we've fucked up the dating world. We have fucked up romance. We've fucked up marriage. We have fucked up the economy and everything that was making America easier to live in when our parents were our age. Yeah. And now we're going to go to other countries and fucking do it to them too. We're going to go shit in their yard because our yard's full. Yeah. Yep. That's what, according to the guy in the beginning of our video. Yeah. Will you take us to Greece with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need more Americans fucking <sighs> things up over in Greece. I'm just going to go by myself and I'm going to take my love and spirit into Greece and just pray for the best. Hope for the best. Opa. Opa. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go with a love guru. These guys like do these crazy jobs. They like drill to the center of the earth. It's because they know like I'm going to go home and my wife's going to make me a sandwich and like pat me on the head and be like, hey, you're my hero. That's what's been kind of stripped away from the average man these days is just like the ability of a woman to come in and just like appreciate the guy. It is an America centric problem. And that's why a lot of American girls, they're losing out to Venezuelan girls. They're losing out to Chinese girls. They're losing out to Colombian girls. They're losing out to Thai girls. They're losing out to Japanese girls. Because these girls understand from their culture that a man needs to feel respected, heard, and appreciated. Yes. These guys like do these. Amen. A fucking men. Yeah. See, that's the weird thing is that like we just kind of shat a little bit on these passport bros. And yeah. this guy is kind of, you know, enhancing that message. But in a way, he's kind of being real about the appreciation aspect. No, he's being 100% real. That is real life. He just described reality. If your man is doing that type of work or job, women have, and you know what? A lot of women are not going to like this. And most women don't like me for this. I'm not a pick me girl. I don't fucking care. This is my opinion. If your man is working his ass off, it is your responsibility to make sure you're taking care of him when he gets home. He's taking care of you every day, all day long. He's not doing that work because he loves it. He's not doing that work because he wakes up every morning and says, oh my God, I can't wait to work my ass off today and come home and not have dinner made and come home and not be appreciated. No man is saying that. Okay. Right. So your guy is working his ass off to put food on the table. Your responsibility, if you're working all day, I get it. Then you both get to come together at night. Right. And you get to come together and cook together, maybe. Whatever that looks like, I don't fucking care. But if you're home and your husband's doing all this work, it is your responsibility to have a meal on the table. That's what he's doing all day. He's working his ass off to put food on the table. So he comes home and there's no fucking food on the table. There's nothing cooking. The laundry's a mess. The kids are fucking running around going crazy. 
grow up, grow the fuck up, put your little ego to the side, be loving, cherishing your husband, your man, your king. And if you want to be treated like a queen, I've said this so many times. Yeah. Now you get to see my beautiful face when I say it. Ah. If you want queen treatment, you need to treat your man like a king. And if he wants king treatment, he needs to treat his woman like a queen. Right. That's how it goes. Right. And, you know, the devil's advocate response from me is that society has now made it so hard to have that kind of dynamic. You know, I have zero expectations of my partner to do that for me because she's working as hard as I do on lots of You're different things. You're both working. We're both working. And that, I think, is the majority of this country now is that both people have to work. But you both are smart enough to come together and create a meal together in the evening or one of you picks up the pieces. Right. right. One of you says, you know what? He's extra tired. He did extra, extra. I'm going to just like do this because it feels good to do it for one. It's an act of service. Okay. Right. right. It feels good. And then you feel the same with her. I've seen you do it. Right. We And we plan that too. And I think mm -hmm. that is one of the things that causes a lot of tension between couples, old and new, is we talk about this all the time, the lack of communication. Yes. I can literally ask her to make me a snack or a meal or anything. And even if she's exhausted, she still does it. Yes. And she knows that I would do the same thing for her. I think where a lot of people get in trouble these days is uncommunicated expectations. Absolutely. Like, yes. I love everything that you're saying about what you would do if you were, let's say, my wife and I didn't have to worry about you having a job to bring food to the table. Like I could handle it all. Yeah. I wouldn't expect that kind of treatment from you of, hey, having a meal on the table when I get home and all the laundry done and stuff yeah. like that. It's not an expectation of me to have you do it every day, but it would be an expectation of me to create a sense of sustainability yeah. in the household. Yeah. You know, laundry not piling up. Yeah. Food in the fridge. Like if you can stay home all day, at least put food in the fridge, feed the kids. Yeah. I don't need the king treatment, but I'll tell you what, I appreciate it more than anything when I get it. Absolutely. And I think there's too many guys out there that they have that expectation every single day when they know that it's not realistic because their woman is working as hard as they are. They are working 30, yeah. 40 hours a week. Yeah. They're both paying for daycare. Mm -hmm. So that's where I tell dudes, tone the fucking ego down. But yeah. I also agree with you. If you are a woman that can do that for your husband, then fucking you sh kind of should, right? Absolutely. And it doesn't even have to be your husband, your partner, your whatever partner, it your is. Your domestic partner. It doesn't even matter. doesn't yeah. matter what sexuality or what identity Absolutely. you follow. It is a level of respect and sustainability between you and the person that you have decided to spend, if not the rest of your life with, yes, a large chunk of your life yes, with. Yes, it's communication. You have to communicate it. If that is your expectation, then fucking tell your person that that's what you need and have each day or each evening. Whatever it looks like, there has to be communication. Humans cannot read minds. We can't do that. Like Some people might be able to. I don't fucking know, but we cannot read minds Right. 24-7. Okay, so communication is the way to tell your person what you need. Now, it does go a step further, too. Um, I do want to say this. When I was married, we didn't sit down 
and have a conversation and map it out and say, okay, I'm going to go work all day and you stay home, take care of the kids, feed me dinner, do the laundry. We didn't have that conversation. We didn't need to. He worked all day and we didn't want our kids to see the inside of a daycare. Right. I was a stay at home mom. So naturally, I just naturally moved into that role. I took care of the kids. I made sure the laundry was done. And the days that I didn't want to cook because I was fucking exhausted, I communicated that to him early on about two or three in the afternoon, not sure exactly what time of the day, but I did make sure he knew, let's maybe get dinner out tonight or grab something on your way home. I'm exhausted. I'm not going to be cooking tonight. That goes a long way. I mean, we were married for 10 years and there were certain parts of our marriage that were just ideal. And that was one of them. Right. He knew that things were getting taken care of at home. He knew it. He was never worried about if the laundry was getting done. He wasn't worried about any of those things. So what I'm saying is you don't have to sit down and map it out. You don't have to bullet point. Mm -hmm. You don't have to sit down and be like, okay, you do this and I'll do this. And if you work late, then we're going to do this. No, just fucking be loving and of service. What feels good? It feels good to take care of people. It feels good to serve your person when they're working hard to provide for you. And so my closing part on this particular guy goes exactly with what you're saying is that why, why is it this mentality? And it's funny because a lot of these dudes are super conservative. Yeah. Why is it this mentality that thinks that we can't fix our own shit? Why is it this mentality that thinks that we need to give up on American women, therefore on America, and outsource our romantic expectations and the expectations that we have of marriage. Either way. This is bullshit. Yeah. It's these guys that are pissing me off because they don't think that we are great enough to fix our own house, to educate people and teach women and men the stuff that you and I are talking about today. And we're talking bullshit. Like these are opinions. We're not fucking therapists or relationship experts, but now he's saying, okay, well, let's outsource our romance and our sexual experiences and our expectations of marriage. This is why I call it jerk-off logic. Yeah. They are all sitting in a circle jerking each other off because yeah, absolutely. every time they make a point, they are literally contradicting what makes them feel like real Americans. Absolutely. Either way, it doesn't fucking matter if you go to a different country or not. Just fix your you shit. You have to communicate what it is that you want and need and expect. Right. If you expect a certain thing, you better be ready to communicate it. If you can't communicate it, then you better learn how to have zero expectations. And be patient that it's not going to come with the first person you lay. No. With the first person you take home. Right. Like, And it's not going to happen in the first six months because you're still learning who the fuck each other are. Yeah, you know? of course. And yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And that's why I fucking love you. This guy can go fuck himself. (laughs) All right. This is the part in the show where we're going to do our calls to action. And what we're going to ask you to do is... Subscribe to the show, not just on your favorite listening platform, but on YouTube. 
And once we get video clips live on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook Reels or whatever, subscribe to those too because it's a whole new medium that we're jumping yes. into, right? Yeah, it's going to be fun. I don't know much about the YouTube stuff, but I do know that I love listening to podcasts when I can see the actual people. You love to see people. You're a very visual learner. I'm a very visual person. You That's tune why out I audio like shit. cameras and I like the lights. I'm very visual for sure. We also want to call out our beloved network that we belong to, the Deluxe Edition Network. So many great shows, so much support, and we are really happy that they picked us up. And now that we're doing video, it's just, you know, more opportunities for us and for them to help each other out. I'm just really excited about that. And mm -hmm. don't forget to reach out to us on our socials. Mm -hmm. Reach out to us on themilfamypod.com. Send Diana some emails. Send us some funny stories. If you've listened to any of our past episodes, we ask for dating disasters and dating profile disasters yeah. and sex toy adventures. Yes. We want to hear all about it. And one of the things I am going to work on is get us a, a voicemail that people can leave questions and tips and hot stuff too. Yeah. And little... now that we are going to be on YouTube, leave us messages in the comments, you know? Yes. But oh, Diana's not going to read them because they're going to make her cry. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself for reals. Come on. I mean, I'm sensitive, but not that sensitive. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. This is exciting, and we just got a lot more coming your way. I'm Antonio. I am the me. I'm Diana, and I am the milk. I've got a saying now. I'm going to say beta all day. Diana's going to say... <sighs> Stay milk worthy. And I love you. Go fuck yourself. Go Goodbye, fuck everybody. Yourself.